Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. I'm gonna, have to wa- I'm gonna have to warn all the UK women that this man is better, is better looking in videos. You're gonna get a picture. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to warn him. You're gonna let him know? Let him know. 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 Let <laughs> what do you know about Dave Allen, Chris? Man, he was a good, good dude. Man, I just look up to him. Uh, you know, I, let me tone it down a little bit. Let me tone it down a little bit. It's a good dude right here, and uh, I'm just happy to be here. That's all. You know. Why are you talking it down? Are you saving it? No, no, I'm gonna tone it down, man, because he he embraced me when he saw me. I thought it was a bit disrespectful, but he embraced me, so I'm gonna embrace him. You know, it's number respect. Can't argue with that, can you? No, I'm a very respectful guy. Of course, uh, Chris has come across really well. I think I think people really like him in the UK. And when I bought, I, said, I never got any problem against him on Leatherbox. Never anything personal. But I only got my slippers on, and Chris, I know Chris is thinking this dude's quite big, you know. If I had some trainers on, he's thinking he's big as me. So uh, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. I know Chris is a big opportunity for him, and I'm happy that he's got it. I don't think he's going to be able to take it, but I'm happy for him. It's a big opportunity. What are you pulling face to that? <laughs> we will keep it cool, no, no. Like I said, I'm here to support this cool, no bad blood, man, you know what I'm saying, but I'm gonna see you this weekend. Good luck, pass your test, and have some rest. I'm gonna see you Saturday, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's man, you know? Anyway, my guy. He's a nice guy. You, know? you are a nice guy. I'm just, well, I'm just a nice guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> you know, that's all. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think, you know what, I think it's uh, David Allen Christopher Lovejoy. Um, if we're talking like, I don't know how good this man is really, it could be anything to be honest, but it, it's, it's going to be a big fight, people are excited by it because A, my character, and then B, they're getting to know him, he's got a bit of character as well, so people are so excited to watch it now. And people always say, why is David Allen always on pay-per-view? Because at the end of the night, when, this, when the show starts, everyone's excited to watch me box, for whatever reason that may be. You know what, I, I give him some credit. People are excited to see him as well. Um, I hope he's all right, I hope he's good. I hope he's, I hope he's good, I hope, he, I hope he's a good fight because if not, he's lose-lose for me. You know what I mean? All the pressure's on me, no pressure on Christopher. Mm-hmm. You know, he can, he can just do his thing. And we'll see what he's got. Well, we're gonna see. That's all I can say, we're gonna see. I wanna give out no instructions, no hints, no nothing. You know, y'all gotta find out, y'all do your research. We'll go from there. I've watched two fights of him. He's all right. Good job. What's he fighting? I found two of them. I found two of them. I tried to hide him. Your job's all right, you know. But show you my nail, I'll tell you. The right hand's a bit sloppy. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Yeah. Feet are a bit sloppy. I mean, did you get some recent ones or you got some old ones? Two of them. You know, two I don't, of them. You know, I don't show them my you're, ele- you're 11 fight and you're 18 fight. Uh, got friends in Tijuana, you know what it is? Yeah, that's good. I would never really give them nothing. I knew it would leak out of this. You know when you're boxing lightweights, former lightweights from Mexico, 
Right now, 16, 17, severely obese. You know, that's the business down there, so. <laughs> You look all right. Well, you know what? I've got to give you credit, yeah? Because you've done it your own way. You went to Tijuana. Yeah. Built this record up fighting whoever. And now you're fighting for a lot of money on pay-per-view with a big chance. Yeah. Well, I so I give you a lot of credit. I'll tell you why. Because you're smart. You're a smart man. I'll give you that. Whether you can fight or not. We'll find out Saturday because I'll tell you if oh, you, you can't. Find out. If you can't, you'll you get, you'll get knocked out. You want to find out? There's no doubt. 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 I'll give you a lot of credit for that. You're very, you're yeah, very smart, man. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Whether you can box or not, I don't know, but you're very yeah. smart. I'll give you that. And if you yeah. can't box, you're even smarter on the first thought. <laughs> well, I can box. I can assure you that. You know, I'm 19 now with 100% knockout ratio. Number 15 in the world, by the way. You box in my one, you box 19 of him, you've never watched before. I mean, is he on the rankings? I mean, is he here? How did you get in the rankings? You we'll turn the, cam we'll turn the camera off. You can leave him on. You can leave him on. I know they're watching. <laughs> you know, it's their rankings, not my rankings, so you know, but I think it's just you, rankings. You're a family with someone in the WBA, aren't you? No. No? Huh? Have you been ranked by them before? No, never. You like a little I've like got, got, got no family in the WBA. I feel bad about beat you up, man. This is cool. It's a cool dude, man. I thought, you know, it's cool. You cool, That's cool. But after that, you know, we be cool. So we'll probably talk about it once or two more times. Will you get me in the WBA rankings after that? We something else. No, you're going to lose, bro. All right, it's I mean, if you get like three, four, you need. I'm be honest with you. You lose this fight, your career's not done. You know, you still can get about three or four more wins in the top. We, in Tijuana, or Wherever can, you gotta go. Can I go to Tijuana? I'm, I'm gonna support you. Thank you. Because you, you, yeah. you, you, you helped me out. You know, you're gonna really catapult me to the next level. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm for you. I got you, I got you. I, I, I ain't gonna be hanging, because you, you gave me the opportunity, so I got you. Hanging, yeah, okay. Hey, but you know, <laughs> he keeps saying Tijuana. I looked at his record, though. About his first 10 fights, those look like the same type of opponents from Tijuana. Oh, see, I know what's going on. See, <laughs> so, see, see. so you got you got to admit your first ten fights. But I'm gonna look those at were, 10 those, to were, those were like Tijuana fights. Let's talk. Those 10, were like Tijuana fights. My ninth fight was a heavyweight champion. The tenth fight was Jason Gavin. Jason Gavin. I mean, I mean at the end of the day, like I told Scott Sports, like I told Matro, those are all very was Dillian White. Twelve was Louis Ortiz. Dillian White. He's fifty pounds overweight. So, so with all that being said. I shouldn't even be the last for him to change 20 seconds. I mean, right? No, I don't think you should. Yeah, so, so this is going to prove that all that stuff is irrelevant. If he goes past 30 seconds with you, he already won. If you want, yeah, that's fine. It's all, it means it's all irrelevant. That's a win for you At guys, that's fine, yeah. All that stuff is irrelevant, you know what I mean? <laughs> I made it here by my journey. He made it here by his journey. And we're going to see Saturday. You know, I mean, that's it, that's all. So if you get past 30 seconds, is that a win? Is that what you're telling me? No, he's going to knock you out. So is that a win? That's a win. That's a win. You're saying he won't go past 20 seconds. So 30 seconds or 20. You said he won't go 30. 20 or 30. Because if, if he's not 20 or 30. If he's not a boxer. Is he a boxer? If he's not is a, he a boxer, boxer. Is he a boxer? If he fought out. No, he's not. 30 okay. seconds or 20. Listen, man. We're not getting into the, the time and the prediction of the rounds and all that, man. Listen. You're making me feel bad to have to do that because I really like you as a gentleman. You know what I mean? Handsome. You guys, you know, I know. You're not that bad. You know, you're not that bad. You know, uh, 
I'm gonna feel bad after, but I told you after I got you. I got something for you. I got you. Hey, I'm not gonna leave you. Just promise him after you knock it out, it won't ruin your friendship. Fight 14, Lenroy Thomas. Fight 16, Lenroy Thomas. Fight 17, Tony Oka. Luke Brown, David Price. You know, the list goes on and on, you know. Listen, man, I'm here, man. I stole the show, man. I got the whole UK asking about me. What the same? I got the whole world what asking about me who I am. What the same? Who is he? Where what you come from? Let's we can't wait to see him fight. And if he pulls this off, he shocked the world. Who will you box after? Who will you box? I, I don't know. They gotta listen. They gotta come after me after this fight. I'm the top of the food chain. I'm the top dog. So they gotta figure it out after that. I'm here. I listen. I just proved that I'm gonna fight anybody, anytime, any place, anywhere. So it don't even really matter. All that other stuff they come out, it's over with Saturday night. I mean, they can figure it out. Y'all can figure it out. You know what I mean? It don't really matter to me. I've already proved it. So they, it's no one can scare me. It's no type of opposition, no type of circumstances. Anywhere we can go, that's going to scare me and stop me. Well, I need to listen. I need to argue the purse. I need that fight. You remember yeah. I called you a couple years ago? No. Nah. You remember? Yeah. I called him a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I've been wanting this fight. But, you know. Google exclusive, matchroom. It's good, it's good. Sky Sports. So good. I appreciate y'all. Good scene. First up, man. Please show up, man. 20 or 30. 20 or 30. Let me know. I'll do it. 20 now. 30 seconds. I'll take him out. You tell me. I'll take him out. I'll leave it up to y'all. I'll take him out. Ah, you won't take him out. Trust me. Trust me. We can make a side bet on that 20 seconds. Oh, we can. Trust me. Yeah, we can. Should you be clear, I'll take you out. I like you, I'll tell you all. Let me make a side bet on the 20 seconds. <laughs> all right, okay, 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 okay. All right, best of luck to both men. All right, I'll see y'all. All right, thank you. See you later. That was awkward to let him talk. You know what, I kind of like him, but... Um, People say to me, you know what they don't like? He don't train and this and that, he's this and that. I'm a real, uh, I've been in there, done it. I'm, this boxing's a real thing. And I've been in there with some of the best in the world and I've took a lot of lumps. And uh, if he's not the real deal, which I don't think he is, he'll get took out horrifically. I'll fucking splatter him. <laughs> All right, we'll catch up in a bit. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. Donald Chan. I do. I saw your, saw your opponent just then. Where is it? He looks proper hard, he does. He looks proper mean. Yeah, yeah, honestly, he was literally, he said, he said six, he looks about seven foot. Okay, how fucking big he is. Yeah, he said that he, he was he flattened, fury inspiring. Yeah. Apparently so. <laughs> flattened him, I was like, are you sure?
You You mean Dave Day on a fight week, didn't you? Yeah. I could see his aura. Yeah. I've never seen it before. I could literally see him glowing. He, I don't know if he's been in the sun or what, but he... Well, that's good. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for that. Amazing. <laughs> Great news. Do you know what? One look at you in your dressing gown is enough, isn't it? No, are you good? Well, I'm better for I spoke to you. <laughs> No, you're shaking, you're you, 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 yeah. Brilliant, yeah. <coughs> I was, how, 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 was you, how, how was you sick? You got Fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you about you. Unbelievable. Proper, yeah. And not aura about him. Did you see the aura as well? <laughs> he was, and he was solid, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. That's going to be good, eh? I can't wait, yeah. Until he's in good nick. When you speak, he's like significantly thicker and stronger. And when you really, really just got like the whole different animals. Oh no, yeah, I can believe it. When yeah. I started, I don't think you were in shape, to be honest. Nah, he was, yeah. Was that, what's that? Was before the price? Gashi. Gashi. Yeah, you saw what happened in that yeah. one. It wasn't, it wasn't fired up. I'm looking forward to it. I like him now, so I'm not really. Yeah. It's a beautiful fight. The best, the better man win. So we want a fair yeah. fight, the best round win. That's it. it. He spent 24 hours in his room. He comes straight out of the room to this. To these comments, David. <laughs> he's fucking, he knows, he the, knows the game. Experience. He's been there. Done, uh, uh, he's fought all, all T's for God's sake. All T's was controlling Wilder for God knows how many rounds, right? He was my hero back in. You know, first time I watched him box. Do you notice like, he went, was? <laughs> he was, <laughs> mate. And I'm like, oh, that's it. So good. We love, we love, the, we love, we love the banter. Oh, oh, is it only banter? That's yeah, good. That's a relief. You say yeah. We'll see him across the ring from you soon, don't worry. Brilliant, that, isn't it? <laughs> oh, still half asleep, like, yeah, nice one. Oh, dear. Oh, it's oh. nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's the best, best setup of all the uh, like behind the scenes stuff we've got going on. Is the first one you've been to? Yeah, so, yeah, first, yeah. first sort of lockdown bubble. I had that like, 20 odd hours in a. In, the, in my room there, yeah, I'm impressed with that. Definitely don't want to go to jail. That'd be really annoying. I'd like a nice sweet exercise bike and all the training kit. Wi Fi is good though, isn't it? It's super sharp, it is, um, I have to say. I'm flying. Absolutely if you flying. click premium, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm knackered. Oh, <laughs> nice. You don't, you don't, you don't, uh, no seepage. You no know seepage. Yeah, you don't. I have to. You don't. You don't. You don't want to watch David Price, yeah? yeah. That's not, not recording. Yes, now. it is recording. If you want me to stop, no, I'll no, stop. No, no. Do you want me to stop? Just, no, I don't mind. All day. You serious, yeah? It's really bad. It's not good. You haven't done for this fight, have you? What do you mean? Yeah, there's been no. Uh, well, from when I got in the room at half 11 to half nine this morning. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's been, it's been going down. 
can't how do you do it? You'd be firing compressed air if you do that. Well, that's more like, you know, like, you know when you get talc and you squeeze the talc? Oh, and okay. The smoke yeah, yeah. Are you, are you stopping, Phil? I can't even use it. So oh, the six, <laughs> IFL can <laughs> use it. That's, that's, that's what the 6-1 was. What was you going to do? I'm like, oh my God, I'm yeah. But if there's any consolation, I asked your opponent, he says 10 weeks straight hasn't touched a bird. Is he not? No, not one release, nothing. He said he's been fired up, trained for you specifically. He's got pictures of you around his wall, that's why. Well, you know, you see, yeah. he's so tough, like, he made all the sparring partners do it for him, that's how hard he is. <laughs> <laughs> that's how hard he is. <laughs> we all have to do it for him. That's how bad it used to be, it was awful. <laughs> Derek spoke to you, honestly, good. Oh, <laughs> Great Wednesday morning banter. Yeah, Wednesday morning. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love the random bants. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial mm. advice on all your debt. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. What do you mean? I don't like any of the hood. Well, I think all right. Nice, having uh, a bit of banter today with Love, love Joy. Nice, uh, nice dressing gown. Good with coffee, have you? What we got here? Chicken? Um, have you got anything more plain? I don't. Is that, is that, you know, that meat and potatoes? Is there anything in it? Is it? Vegetarian. 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 Potatoes. Stick to my salad if you want. I'll just, I. Can I have some of them bread rolls, please? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. He's back on the pay-per-view show, Edward. He's always on the pay-per-view shows. They like him, though, don't they? Pay-per-view pappy. Pay-per-view. Why are you on the pay-per-view shows? I think because, I, I think apart from the main event, I think me and Lovejoy's got the most interest. Would yeah. you agree? Uh, no, but I think it's up there. <laughs> uh, he's got I, a point, I, to I be fair. I think it has. I 100% yeah. think it has. I know you've got to say that, but... The truth is, is that 90% of the pay-per-view is bought on the main event. Actually, probably more, actually. But I think we've got a great card. I do. I, I love his fight. I think Selby Cambosas is a fucking brilliant fight. I think Hannah Rankin against Savannah Marshall, I can't wait to see. I think Tommy McCarthy's in a great fight. I even like the Commonwealth uh, girls' fight as well, is a great fight as well. Ramner Ali's making her debut, which we're announcing. But yes, Dave, you always bring great value to the show. That's what Let's I'm just saying. Win, That's eh? what I was saying. You're usually very direct with him before fights. You kind of just tell him, look, blah, blah. What have you told him ahead of this Lovejoy fight now? He knows what to do. He's got to go in and win the fight. You know what I mean? It's ultimately, it's a fight. He's been around the block, he's fought everybody. He's boxed well, he's boxed shit, he's tried, he hasn't tried. But, you know, I think he's worked hard, I think he's in good shape, I think he's got a good team around him. He's got to win a fight. Beats love joy, what can that lead to? I think he'd get the AJ fight next. <laughs> Listen, you never know in this game, you've just got to keep winning. Ultimately, by the way, 
in heavyweight boxing, an opportunity can come at any time. There's always people looking for fights. It's about moving in the right lines. It's about moving in the right direction. He could get, this is what I said to him with a Dubois fight, you know. He could go and fight Dubois, he could go and fight, I don't know, Lewis Ortiz again, he could fucking fight Andy Ritt. Like, he's, he's a perfect opponent for those guys. But what do you want to do? You want to spend your life being an opponent or a contender? So if he can get a couple of decent wins, he can be a contender again. If not, he's always going to be an opponent in the big fights. Great to pay off a few houses, but not the side you want to be on. You said to me recently, last week, that you felt in the past you've been brought over to basically being beat. Mm. Is that how you felt? Well, that's what Eddie, Eddie was saying there, like the white fight, Ortiz, I brought him in to get and Jokic. No, he's been brought in as the opponent. Of course. Like well, the... but, but listen, when you haven't been built and you're not considered to be a prospect or a TV star, you are an opponent. That's what you are. He fought Dillian White as an opponent. He fought Lewis Ortiz as an opponent. It's only because I started to feel sorry for him and actually started to like him. I thought, you know what, we'll have a bit of fun with this bloke. Then I found out he's actually got a personality. Then I find out he can fight a little bit. So I thought, actually, let's go on a little bit of a run. I'll get so much abuse for every time I put him on the show, for the positive, you know, what he says about, mate, comes the negative, why do you give this bloke? I mean, you see other fighters moaning that he's getting opportunities. But he's getting opportunities because I like him and people like him. So, and he's actually, generally, eight times out of ten, nine times out of ten, he's very entertaining in the ring as well. But, you know, at some point, you can't just be a novelty act. You know what I mean? And Dave's at the point now where, really, the novelty act is over. You actually start winning some significant fights, or then, or you do just take one of those fights, and then you fuck off, and you say, I can't believe, actually, what I got out of boxing. Got a nice few houses, I'm a bit of a star, I'll go on and be a bit of a TV personality, which I'm sure he'll be. But ultimately, if you want to be a contender, these are the fights you've got to win. It's very, very, very straightforward, boxing and life. You know what I mean? You, you either keep winning and keep progressing, or you have to settle for what you can get. But he's very lucky, and he, he has been given opportunity after opportunity, and his is another one. You, you don't like this term, do you? Well, I'm not what a fan term? of... I'm not he a fan he, he I'm spoke not a fan about it a lot the other day. about this. I'm not a fan of luck because I think... It's not luck. After 10 amateur fights, yeah, starting on the small road to do what I've done, I don't think that's luck. I think that's me, A, being a lot smarter than people think I am, and B, not being that bad at boxing, really. Would you agree? The term being given yeah. opportunities... It, it, he doesn't. You don't agree with that term. Well, I think I get the opportunities because people watch me, and they do. I think. Uh, yeah, but you, yeah, but you're given opportunities for a reason. You're not just given opportunities. Well, them reasons. Yeah, them reasons. Are, reasons are things you've created. Not due, yeah, not due to luck. It's something that I've created. I've created a little. I think I found a niche as well, and I think I've, I've, that, that's worked. Stop using fucking marketing terms and pretending you're a businessman. Just keep fucking telling jokes on Instagram. Stop it. Of your own admission, you know nothing really about what Lovejoy is going to bring. No, no, look, I, I expect Dave Allen to win the fight. I'm getting a mixture of he ain't very good and he's a big lump and he's very, very dangerous. But we don't know. Listen, one thing's for sure. He's going to be trying to take Dave's head off, right? And also, he can punch very hard. But I don't expect his engine to be great. But Dave's got to be careful. Dave's got to be a little bit smarter in there than he probably normally is. Um, yeah. Can I have me food now? Yes, you can. Right, thanks, mate. Oh. Cheers, Dave. Nice gown. Nice one. Are you nice going to wear that walkout? <laughs> yeah. I actually be. No, I will if you want. Novelty, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. 
DebtKO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I will offer my apologies to Mr. Sergio Mora because we have already done an interview, but I effed it up. So we're doing it again. So I appreciate that. That makes you look good, Sergio, because you're, you're willing to do it again. So that's great. Hey, it's the rematch. It's a rematch, Coogan. Let's do it again. Round two. <laughs> People are going to think that we said some controversial shit in that one, but we really, no one did. It's just, it just it, it was actually professional. It was it was clean. It was rated PG thirteen. This one might be rated R. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's jump straight to it, Sergio. Huge news for the zone uh, launching globally, and in particular, interest for UK fans launching in the UK fifth of December. Starting off with Ryan Garcia's fight with Luke Campbell. This is a huge, huge move. Yeah, no, it's going to be a big move. Uh, uh, from what I know, it's going to be available in 200 countries and, and territories uh, starting December 5th. And it's going to start with a, with a pretty interesting fight. I mean, I think it's a very interesting fight with Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell. I mean, with Ryan Garcia, have you been following his career? He's coming back, coming off of back-to-back knockouts with what was supposed to be the toughest fights of his career with Fonseca and Romero Duno. What happened? First round knockouts in both. That's not going to be the case with Luke Campbell. I think this is a, a perfect launch for the Zone Global to be fighting not only a, a gold medalist from uh, across the pond, but someone that's, you know, come close twice in his two uh, uh, title chances with two of the best fighters and three weight division champions in Lomachenko and Linares. This will be, I know we're here, tired of hearing this, but this will be Ryan Garcia's toughest opponent to date. We'll come on to that whole division uh, in a bit, but I just want to talk about, obviously, the zone coming over here to the UK, which will be of massive interest to the UK boxing fans. Um, There were rumours that, obviously, the zone were meant to launch uh, kind of pre-COVID with a potential fight with Canelo and Billy Joe Saunders. That that was what the talk was. Uh, Obviously, that situation didn't materialise. So now, um, UK fans are getting a fight that they would like to see as well in, in, in Garcia and Campbell. And uh, after asking, you know, Joe Markowski over the last two years, when are you coming to the UK? The zone finally launched in the UK. And like you said, across 200 different territories. No, not only that, but you guys are getting a bargain at 199, I believe. I don't know what that translates into our currency, but that's a lot less than what we're paying over here. So you guys are going to get a lot of bang for your buck, pun intended. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's the other news that, um, I mean, we don't know how long that will last for, but let's just like in our heads play that that's what it is, one pound ninety nine. Now, you don't live here in the UK, so Joe, but for one ninety nine, you can't buy a Happy Meal from McDonald's anymore. That used to be one ninety nine. I think that's gone up as well. So you can't that buy is- a lot for one ninety nine. 
you can't buy anything for one ninety nine. Try buy try buying a good taco at Taco Bell for one ninety nine, and you won't get it. <laughs> you get a chalupa. <laughs> Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of approach, obviously, the zone have in that market because um, they'll be in competition, obviously, with the existing broadcasters here. But I'm assuming, even though it's 199, the zone will want to give value for money, uh, even at that low cost, and and churn out the content regularly. No, I'm sure they will. You know, uh, this has been a miserable year for for every network. You know, including including uh, the zone and every sport and, and everything. But we're, we're hoping to, you know, turn that that's behind us now. And this is a new push forward and, and the lineup on the zone. I mean, if you just see the fights that are, are we're going to close off the year with, and then hopefully when we get crowds back in the stand next year in 2021, it's going to be a, it's going to be a mega year for boxing, not only on the zone, but across every platform. So right now it's, it's just a good time to be a boxing fan. There's going to be a lot of boxing, especially on the zone. It's incredible to think what the zone have ha uh, have done in the last couple of years uh, from you know people kind of struggling to pronounce their name at the start to kind of what they've done and the fights they've put on over the last two years and also the the fighters they've acquired in you know the pound for pound best uh, in the world notably you know your Canelos your Joshuas etc they've done a lot of good work in a very short space of time would you agree with that? No, absolutely, and and not only that, but we you know we got Usyk fighting this Saturday, and then we had another pound for pound champion fight of the year candidate when Juan Francisco Estrada that we just called this this past Friday. I mean that that was an incredible fight, and the lineup's only going to get better and better and better. Just um, coming back to that fight between Ryan Garcia and and Luke Campbell, Sergio. The good news for UK fans is that. As far as I understand, that will take place in the afternoon uh, over in America. So the time slot for the UK will be, be uh, before midnight, I understand. So as much as we love watching the fights at four and a five, no one really likes getting up at four and five or yeah. staying up till four and five. No one likes doing it. And if you're out that long, you're probably too drunk to notice what's going on. So we're, we're glad that this fight will take place before midnight. That's the plan. So, yeah, that's good news as well. No, it's great news. That we want to get the most eyes possible on this fight because it, it's going to be a it's going to be a very entertaining fight. We're we're going to find out a lot about Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell. I mean, this might might be his last uh, a, a hurrah, his last chance for a for another title shot if he beats Ryan Garcia. So, not only is it an entertaining fight, we're going to see what Ryan Garcia is really made of. But there's a lot of boxing that night. So by, by the zone moving this fight in the afternoon, our time, then we're going to be able to see Spence Garcia. We're going to possibly be able to see Tyson Fury. And then you guys will be able to watch all of it. So there's going to be a lot of boxing uh, from, you know, the beginning of the afternoon all the way to the evening. Yeah. And obviously Billy Joe Saunders does fight the night before as well. So that weekend is going to be quite uh, eventful and action-packed. So... We'll look forward to that. But um, just coming back to that division we were talking about, um, after Teofimo Lopez's brilliant win over Lomachenko uh, recently, uh, we've got to stick him at the, at the top of that pile. Yeah, no, he, uh, he made a lot of noise at 23 years old to, to do what he did and, and take on the number one pound for pound, arguably the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. I mean, he, he got the 
attention of all these youngsters, the, the Devin Haney's, the Javante Davis, the Shakur Stevenson's, every young champion out there that, that wants to make noise is going to have to go the same route as Teofimo Lopez and, and, and bite off more than they can chew, you know, because it's, it's a young man's world now. And he set the way, he, he paved the way and he set the way for what he did. I'm, I mean, it's an exciting thing and it's an exciting time for boxing. Mm. I see a few people kind of jumping on the back of, of Lomachenko after that as well. I mean, he's still a pound for pound top fighter, no doubt. Mm. I see a lot of people kind of almost like, oh, you know, I told you so about Lomachenko. And, you know, I don't agree with all that. I think he, he kind of, he lost to the better fighter on the night. But Lomachenko, make no doubt, he's still a great fighter, Sergio. It's all rubbish. Is that the word? Is that how you say it, Coogan? Yes. Rubbish, what they're saying. Right? Because I, I believe he attempted something great, Lomachenko did. He's a three-division world champion. And when you're dealing with, with a fighter like Teofimo, I mean, you saw the size difference. You saw how, how much bigger and stronger he was. And then that's, that's after the weigh when they rehydrate. I mean, it was just, it was night and day. But, you know, looking back, you know, 20, looking back, hindsight's 2020. Of course, you're going to say, oh, he was too small, the shoulder injury, blah, blah, blah. He attempted greatness, and whoever has the, the audacity to question Lomachenko's pound-for-pound greatness just because he came up short with a young, strong, heavy, uh, uh, a strong, heavy-handed champion, it's ridiculous. It, it really is ridiculous. He attempted something great and he fell short. Okay. Well, like you said, it's a, it's a very interesting weight division that with a, a lot of potential good fights to happen. But, um, yeah, we look forward to December the 5th with the uh, zones. So, excuse me, launch here in the UK. And uh, I was only wondering about it last week. I was thinking, who is actually going to pick that up to, to put that over here? Um, and it's good that the zone are launching over here for that. And like you said, for 199, what more do you want? Hey, what more do you want in life? A <laughs> dollar ninety nine, you get all the boxing you can get. And hopefully uh, by the end of the year, we're going to have, a, we have our lineup already, but hopefully by early next year, we're going to have, the best of the best fighting each other. And for 199, you can't beat that with a bat. Absolutely. We look forward to it. Well, Sergio, thank you very much for your time uh, today on IFL TV. Much appreciated. Second time around as well, because the first one, we had a few issues. I had a few issues. Hope you recorded it, Coogan. Hope you recorded it. it. There's recording up here now. So. All right. All right. I'm, I'm no, the rematch was fine. <laughs> Sergio, thank you very much for your time again. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. God bless. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. Take us first. I mean, it's, it's ended up being a year out of the ring. How have you have you filled your year? Um, same as everybody else, doing nothing. Now nah, I've been training every day. Um, a friend of mine, Gavin Gwynn, a fellow professional boxer and stable mate of mine, he built me a gym at my house. So, I, so I've been training at my house a lot, going back and forth Newport, back and forth Bristol, and just just doing the usual stuff, family time, looking after all my animals and training. I take it he's actually a builder. He's not just like, uh, you know, 
done some sort of chancy effort. How good's your gym at home? As good as any gym. Everlast is kitting me up with all the bags and stuff. It's, it's the top gym. Have you revalued the house since you uh, since you had a gym no. attached? No, but I think you would have added some money on it. What do you think of this fight? You've been thinking, you, you've been looking at him a long time now. Um, you, you were pretty close to fighting him last time. Has, has, yeah. it, has your view changed him at all? Um, not really, no. So the same. <clears throat> he's decent. He's a good fighter. Fast hands. Very confident. Young. So it should make for a good fight. Would you say he's the sort of biggest guy you face? Because you've had, what, three fights now? This is your third fight of lightweight? Uh, obviously, Rick, Ricky was a huge guy, so... The biggest? Yeah. Oh, he's not big. Mm. He's not big, really. I've got a box bigger. Ricky Burns is bigger, yeah. What do you think he brings that's a threat to you? <clears throat> um, his main attribute is his hand speed, I think. He's very fast. Does that work with you? Because you, you work, you're, you know, you're a largely a reaction sort of counterpuncher. You're really happy doing that. It's not the only thing you can do. Yeah. But, but, but you like to work off other people's <laughs> pace. That's when you look your best. Yeah. But he is very fast and very um, aggressive. But um, that, that, that's like I said, that's his main attribute is, um, is fast hands, I think. Uh, there's been talk, obviously, of the winner of this fighting Lopez. How yeah. much of a shock was that to you? Lopez being Lomachenko. Um, it wasn't a massive shock, to be honest. And uh, people who asked me earlier, I, I was tipping Lopez to... Um, to win the fight, but the closer the fight got, the more I've seen everyone favouring Lomachenko. It sort of persuaded my my opinion, so I went back with Lomachenko. Then. So I wasn't really surprised. I was surprised he was by points. I thought he might have um, caught him and, and got a stoppage. How did you see Saturday going? Me winning, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you expect him to go full distance, or, or do you think you um, can probably, um, wear him down? Probably the 12 rounds, I'd imagine. Excellent. Thanks, Lee. No problem. Thanks, sir. Hi, Sorry. Lee. How are you doing? Ryan, do you want to jump in, mate? Sorry, I was just on mute there. Apologies. No problem. How are you, Lee? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, look, Lee, four days out, I've got to wonder after all the delays and all the uncertainty, you've been waiting for this fight a long time. Is it almost a, a feeling of relief at this point to be so close? Um, yeah, so I'll be able to relief when it's over. But... Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming. And I just wanted to touch on, we saw some quotes going around earlier in the week uh, talking about, you said, you know, I'm two fights away from, from making history. How important is yeah. that to you to make history for your country and become a, a multi-weight well, world champion? It's, it's more than it. That's the biggest incentive. It's more than it. Like, you can't put a price tag on it. It's, you, you couldn't buy that sort of thing, writing your name in the history books. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the 12th man from, from Wales to become a world champion. That, that's a massive thing in, in its own right. And to be the first one to be able to win more time, that's it's huge for me. And the final one from me, Lee, before I pass you on to the other guys. Yeah. George has talked about your past spar, and I appreciate it wasn't yeah. many rounds. And said he, he felt like he rocked you to your boots. How does that differ from your recollection of that sparring? Well, I'm I'm as honest as they come. When I watch him spar, he look he looked very good. He sparred an amateur, a Scottish boy, an amateur. Looked good, bloodied his nose up. When I got there, it was just like he just kept coming. I was just picking him up as he come. If you brought me to my boots, I'd be the first one to all my hands up and say, it's only inspiring. I, I, I didn't know it straight away. All right, Lee, well, thank you for your time. I'll pass you on to the other guys. No Saturday night. Yeah, thank you. Jeremy, would you like to jump in, please? Perfect. Thank you. Lee, thank you for uh, <laughs> taking the time to talk today. Um, I know there's there's been a lot of talk within the media, I know, from, from Georgia's side about 
uh, sparring with you a few years ago. Can yeah. you kind of reflect on, on what, what actually that consisted of? How many rounds? What was that like? Um, um, I think it was back in 2018 in the wildcard. I, I, uh, I think, yeah, George sparred first. He sparred a, a boy from Scotland who was an amateur at the time. He turned professional. Now he's an unbeaten pro at the moment. And he looked very good. He, he bloodied his nose up. And um, I thought I'd got to be on the boiler. So when I got inspired, I, I sparred brilliant. And just sort of, I, I, I boxed him. And yeah, he, he thinks he had me running around. He, he caught it. He had me running all around the wildcard. And um, shook me to my boots every time he hit me. If that was the truth, I, I, if that was the case, I wouldn't have held my hand up and said. It would have made more, more of an interesting fight then. Mm -hmm. Looking back at that time, was there a lot of rounds or was it really just oh, no, four only, rounds? only four rounds? Okay. So you feel like he's just kind of blowing up those four rounds just for uh, uh, head games, mind games? I don't know what he's doing, but um, it's, it's not the truth. It's only inspiring. I'd be the first one to, to say what happened in Inspiring. When, when you were sparring with him, was there anything that stood out to you or was it just like another workout? Um, nothing really stood out, but when I watched him, he looked good. But like when I was in, it was just um, just like just like most Aaron, to be honest. I can't really remember, so it, it couldn't have been that good. Otherwise, I, I would have remembered it. Um, looking at at Camboso's experience, looking at his his resume, um, what do you think about the type of opponents that he's fought? Um, is there any of the names on there that impress you, or do you feel like he's out of his league? Um, he's not obviously he's like unbeaten. He's, he's he's a decent fighter, but you look at the you go through his like list of opponents. You go on box rec and look who they fought, who they've been knocked out by. You can see that they're not like a, of a high quality, except for his his last opponent, Mickey Bay, where he was a former world champion. But um, he was slightly well. He was past his best, and he'd mm -hmm. been inactive for a while, and he was old, and he had a split decision. Last question for me on my end. Um, looking at, you talked about some of his best attributes. Yeah. What do you think are, are one of your two key attributes that that are going to win you win you the fight? Um, my footwork, and possibly my experience, and let my range. Mm -hmm. Perfect, Lee. Thank you so much, and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Cool. Joe from Seconds Out. Do you want to jump in, Joe? All right, Lee. How's it going, mate? All right, not bad. Good, good. Um, being that, obviously, Cambosti is quite a confident guy, how do you plan yeah. to neutralise that early to stop it being a big factor in the fight? Um, well, just, just, just by, by boxing, by outboxing him, making a miss. And do you, think, do you think he's overly confident? Do you think his record shows, you know, he, he needs to sort of... Uh, Calm down in what he's saying sometimes. I think so. And like a lot of it is, is uncalled for. It's not like he's trying to settle the fight. He's just he's just being, just talk, talking rubbish, really. Like the fight don't need settling. It's, it's, um, there's, there's no fans in attendance. And like the, the main draw on the pay-per-view is Usyk and Chisora. So he, he don't really need to start talking rubbish. But I just think that's, that's how he is. Yeah. And you mentioned to Danny in, a, in an interview a couple of weeks ago, you said it'd take a big fight at, um, to get you down back to super, well, not back to, but to super featherweight. Is there yeah. anyone in particular that you, um, you look at and think, I'd go to super featherweight for that fight? No, really. I'd only drop down if it was like a world title fight or like, an, like a fight. I mean, now like a fight and eliminate or something. It's, it's, it's difficult to make that weight. How I made featherweight for so long, I don't know. 
<laughs> Has it been a lot easier through lockdown knowing that you don't have to cut as much weight as well? Um, a bit easier, but it's, it's still very difficult. Like now I'm close to the, the lightweight limit. I don't know how, how on earth I'm going to weight. <laughs> I'm sure the home Definitely. gym would have helped. It'd kill me. <laughs> nice one, mate. Thank you. No problem. Hi Savannah, how are you doing? Are you all right, Mark? Yeah, I'm yeah. good, thanks. How how's it how it's been a bit of a crazy build up, hasn't it, to this world title fight, you know, all the various, you know, uh calling off and coronavirus and everything. How hard has it been to to keep focused uh, on the job on the task in hand? Um it hasn't really been hard. It's just it's just the way it's panned out and there's no I can do about it apart from just crack on and thankfully Peter was all right and you know they got the the fight got uh, rearranged for as soon as possible how much uh you know how, how much are you in, in every, I bet you've never done an interview without being asked about Clarissa um how much is that a positive thing or are you kind of sick of that that name now how, how much does she kind of you know the prospect of one day fighting her in this sort of all-or-nothing fight, how much does that spur you on on a sort of daily basis? Uh, doesn't spare me on. That's what you're asking. Um, a box just that you've got this, box. Just that you, Sorry, just that you've got this big lucrative fight out there and this fight that she wants to avenge, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. It's it's a business. Um, don't really know what to say about that. Uh, I, I couldn't really care less about Chris, it would be fair. I just wanted to ask you, what how, what do you make of your opponent going into this fight of the weekend? Ah, uh, you're Scottish. Yes, I certainly you're team am. <laughs> um, no, uh, Hannah is. Um, I'm expecting the best Hannah Rankin there is. I've trained for the best Hannah Rankin, and I'm expecting a tough fight. And uh, the other thing I want to ask you about: there is a, a an all female. A boxing event with all-female officials happening in Aberdeen next month. Um, just in general, how do you think the world of, of boxing amongst females is shaping up at this at this time? I think lockdowns uh, been brilliant for females. I think having the likes of Tasha Jonas, Terry Harper, Katie, Shannon Courtney, Rachel Ball, uh, all during fight camp is really it's 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 really pushed female boxing. And lastly, from me, um, what is your general impression of fighting in a closed door environment and and uh, supporters unfortunately not being uh, allowed to attend? Um, I, I feel more more sorry for the likes of the fans and also people who are close to me, like even me and my dad, especially my dad. My dad's been all over the world to watch me fight, and he can't come to watch his daughter have a first professional world title. So it's 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 it, fighting in front of fans without fans doesn't really bother me, but it's it's more for like I said, my family and friends who I know that support me and would have loved to have come that I feel bad for. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Ron Lewis from Boxing Scene. Next, please. Uh, hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Um, hi, I'm alright. Thanks. Um, 
do you see this? I mean, do you, do you, do you look at Hannah and obviously she's come up a very different way from you. I mean, do you think that gives you a big advantage or do your amateur days seem, that grounding seem a long time ago now? Um, no, not really. I think that uh, it, it, it's, it, it's kind of a solid foundation, isn't it, um, for anyone? And I do think there's a big difference between amateur and pro, but um, like I said, I just think that it gives you more of a solid foundation, taking nothing away from Hannah. Hannah's done what she has to done what she had to do, and she's got where she needed to be without that amateur experience. So, do you need it? Obviously not, because she's a world she's a former world champion. With, uh, obviously, you went, when you turned pro, you first went out to Vegas and uh, then you came back and I suppose training with Peter, some of the places you go up in the um, Lake District and that couldn't probably be further from your life as sort of what you, what you went to in Vegas. Um, this seems to suit you a lot better. Is, is that fair? And would you ever consider going back to, out to America and that sort of thing to train there regularly? Um, I'd love to go back out to America. That, that is one thing I really love. Um, I was training with a guy called Farid Samad, who was, sorry, who was um, actually Danny Jacobs' coach. Mm. So yeah, I'd love to go back out there and, and train out there. But what was it that you get out, of Peter? I mean, why, why have you two been such a good fit together? Um, Peter was the first the first person involved in professional boxing that I come across, and I think just the trust. The trust, and then obviously develop a, a friendship. Um, but you know, I just like what Peter, how Peter coaches his coaching style. And like I said, I, I really trust Peter. I feel like Peter's got me back one hundred and ten percent, and I think that's something that is that you need in the professional game. Excellent. Thanks, Sam. Sweet to see. You. Thanks, Ron. Um, next up, if we pass over to James Lupton. James, do you want to jump in? Hi, thanks, mate. Hi, Sivan. How you doing? Hi, are you all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, briefly mentioned earlier about the um, obviously postponements and the council fights, things like that. Um, has it given you added motivation? No, it's been rearranged. Uh, well, there's only really been a week. There was only really, obviously, I had the week when the fight, the week of the fight that got cancelled, and then I've had a, a week extra. Um, so it was just kind of taken over to be fair there was there hasn't really been time to think I didn't even have time to take my braids out and I had to put them back in Was it a good thing for yourself that it's obviously only this short so you only had to tick over for that extra week? Yeah 100% I, I remember coming back from obviously after the fight got cancelled and I remember thinking because there was talks of getting on November the 19th or 14th the Katie Taylor bill and I remember thinking oh, do you know, another four weeks of sparring you know that was just going through my mind, but thankfully it got it got put put on the fish the next show possible. And again, just going back to something I was mentioned earlier, I see with Hannah Rankin, not a, a massive amateur pedigree, unlike yourself. Um, obviously, there's a lot of pro footage that you can watch of her. What does she bring to the table for yourself? And is it fair to say she's potentially your toughest professional opponent so far? Um, on paper, who she's been in with, probably yeah. Um. Hannah brings a lot to the table. Like I said, she I'm expecting a tough fight from Hannah. Um, she's no mug. She's not going to stand there with her hands down and let me hit her, is she? So, yeah, like I said, I'm expecting a tough fight from Hannah. How much experience will she gain from being in with these guys like, you know, Clarissa Shield, etc.? How much will that 
how much will she take from those fights going into this one? I'm not too sure. You'll have to ask her that question. I don't know what she's took from the losses. Perfect. Cheers, Ed. Thank you. Thanks, James. Steve uh, from Boxing UK, do you want to jump in? Hi, Savannah, you all right? Hi, you all right, Steve? Yeah, you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, you've had the Scottish one, so we'll get the North East one on now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody talks about the last cancellation being right on Fight Week, but that wasn't the first cancellation this year. Just just how frustrating has this year been for you? Uh, well, after the, when I got that cancellation, it was just the point. I just thought, well, look, it's just typical of me. I wasn't even shocked. Um, I remember at the time I, I was in the hotel room texting Joe Laws and I got to nine o'clock and he'd had his results back and me and Peter still hadn't had hours and straight away I knew. I knew straight away. So, um, like I said, I'm just thankful that I, I was lucky enough to get on the next show possible because you had the likes of, I know, Jazza Dickens and um, Derry Matthews. I mean, they're, they're with the day before. When they? The day before um, they'd even been weighed in. I think he had maybe. I'm not sure. But like theirs has been pushed right back to December. So I am really grateful. I don't know how like lucky I am. Was it ever offered that you would take the fight without Peter in your corner? Or is that just an absolute no-go? Um, that 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 was mentioned, that has been mentioned, but I think for a world title fight, I mean, I want Peter there. Do you know what I mean? We've trained week in, week out for for, for up to nearly 10 weeks. So, and like I said, it's a world title fight, so you don't want nothing left to chance. Uh, wasn't the best weekend for North East Boxing last weekend, Savannah? No, it wasn't. What would it mean to bring a world title back to the area? And would you want an open top? Tour of Artypool, if you nail it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I'd like an open top bus. It's not really my thing. But um, yeah, it'd mean the world. Like I said, I, do you know, from, from that fight getting postponed in April and then what happened last week, just feels like this has been the longest training camp ever for a world title fight. And I'll ask you the question everybody's skirting around as well. A certain American lady said... Until you've got a belt, she's not interested. You might have a belt Saturday night. I might, yeah. <laughs> Would you have a oh, I will, time? sorry. I will, sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I will. Um, yeah. Would you have a message for her then? Um, uh, what would I say to that? I don't know. Me, brother. <laughs> Savannah, good luck, maybe. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, take care. Thanks, Bye. Steve. Uh, next up, Ryan from Boxing Social. Hi, Savannah. How are you doing? Hi, Ryan. Yeah, I'm not bad. I won't keep you too long. Thanks for joining. Um, just a couple of quick questions from me. It must have been strange having the fight pulled so close. Obviously, the second cancellation you've had this year. How did you manage that time in the interim? You're obviously creeping towards weight and then just having that slight delay. How have you managed oh. your time? Um, Basically, so I had that that week was fight week so I basically had that week wound, winding down and then uh, me and Peter I both get tested on the Monday and we both come back negative so then it was like right well you know, you've, you've basically got another week so let's just carry on doing what we were doing and focus on what we were focusing on so it's just given us an extra week really and um, I'm, I'm I w- I've never I've, I've been close to my weight for weeks so it's, the weight thing wasn't an issue and like I said, if anything, it's just just give us that extra week to 
um, carry on working on the things we were working on. Savannah, you were originally scheduled this year to fight for a light heavyweight title. You've always fought mm-hmm. just sort of under super middleweight throughout your career. How do you feel at middleweight? Do you think we'll see the best of you down at this weight? I feel better. I feel a lot better. Um, that light heavy, like I said, it was it was more, <laughs> a lot of timber on the legs and ass. But um, no, I do I do feel I do feel a lot better. I feel a lot faster and lighter. So, and then like I said that. I'm, I'm close. I've been close to the weight for weeks, so it's not um, it's not like I've killed to get down or anything like that. You said just before there that this will be your night Saturday night. We will see you crown world champion. I just want to know, Savannah, what would mean more to you going forward? What would be more important for your future, being a unified world champion or a multi weight world champion? Oh, cause it's when you turn pro, it's what it's what dreams are made of, isn't it? It's what everyone all everyone strides towards becoming a world champion and. Peter's always said, once you become a world champion, you, 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 your life will change. So I'm uh, looking forward to that one.